Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today's show is about oh, the female body <laughs> and the changes we go through as women. Uh, and men, don't turn this off. Like, don't, this is going to be so applicable to so many people. We struggled with the title with this one, though. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Like, I wanted to do, like, Married to Menopause. <laughs> but that is so weird because that makes it sound like really for old pe- older people. Yes, you're going to lose so many people. And, yeah, y- you got to understand premenopause starts in your 40s, sometimes in rare cases in your 30s. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so this is a whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then we got to thinking about it and we're like, okay, the things that we're going to talk about in this show, it really, the t- the advice and the tips that we're giving could apply to any kind of medical situation, like pregnancy, mm-hmm. depression, mm-hmm. something you're struggling with, you mm-hmm. know, physically or emotionally. Um, and so we're struggling with this title, but we just know this is a show that needs to be done. <laughs> yeah. My least favorite of your ideas is women's body changes. <laughs> That sounds like a middle school health class that I went to. I'm pretty sure. What do you got, Kim? Like, I need something better. Mental and menopause? I don't know. No, again. That's terrible. We lose people with the menopause word Uh, because we think it doesn't apply. It's so true. It doesn't apply. Okay, so we got so much to cover today. Yeah. Um, And I do think this show will, we are going to cover a little bit of like pre-menopause and what to look for in your 40s. That's a big, well, part of the conversation. But the advice we're going to give, again, can be applied to any different medical condition. Yeah. You need to be in tune with your body and know what's going on because this is going to affect your relationships. Yes. It's going to affect how you interact with your husband Mm -hmm. or your spouse, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're a dad listening. It's going to change how you respond to your kids. You're going to be more emotional. You're going to be less patient. You're Mm going to, there's things that you got to be aware of. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know that your body's going through something and you haven't identified that, you Mm -hmm. may start to feel crazy. Like, what's going on with me? Mm -hmm. Right? Why can I not, why can't I get it together? Why am I always yelling at my kids? And so we want to walk you through that. Yeah. Out of our own experience. (laughs) Or at least yours. No, I'm just kidding. It is both of us. crazy. We have so many stories. You know, I remember when we back in way back in the day when we started um, before there was mom talk. talk, Yeah. Yeah. We had a little mom's group. group. Remember that doctor that said I see more marriages end in divorce when they're in their 40s because they typically have teens experiencing hormones and their body changes and all that crazy stuff that happens. But at the same time, the wife is going through premenopause, has no idea what's happening. And it's like a storm. It's like all the worst things of emotions happening all together. I remember that OB coming to speak with us and saying that. And I remember being like, that sounds like some wisdom. Mm -hmm. But I was like, oh, no, Mm -hmm. I got this. Like, (laughs) I'll be fine. Oh, that was a mistake. Don't ever say that. Then my 40s hit. Yeah. Oh, y'all. I mean, the wave of intense emotions. Yeah. Like, I can't even describe it. Yeah. And, you know, just when I think I get this crazy mom mode under, like, I got it. Yeah. Like, I I have these breathe, count to 10, don't yell at my kids, don't yes. snap at my husband. Yes. I, I feel like I'm working that. Yes. And then I've really come a long way. Yes. 
And then like with one day, it all crashes and burns because of the wave of intense emotions. Well, that's the problem. It is not necessarily something that you know is coming. And it It takes you by surprise. And there is often no pattern. And you're like, whoa, it's like being hit by a train. Well, and okay, so something I have learned on this journey. Sometimes pregnancy and premenopause have a lot of the same um, symptoms. Yes. So you are, you know, irregular cycles, lots of emotions, mood swings, all sorts of crazy things that are hard to manage. The difference is this. I don't have a growing belly and have the sympathy of my husband and my kids sure. to be like, oh, mommy's going through something. Yeah. They just see me. And they don't see all the hormonal stuff I'm going through. Well, there's not a constant reminder. And they think maybe it's all in your head. And, you know, and you don't get a prize at the end. You know, it, I always it's think not that. in your head. Yeah. Well, and there's nothing that you're really looking forward to. Like with a baby, you're like, OK, it's going to be rough. And people are kind and patient. But you get a baby at the end. So they're like, well, it's worth it. It's not like that with well, menopause. Well, OK. So kind of it is a little bit. But it's not the best. It's like a baby. But with premenopause, like I've learned a lot in the last couple of years. Are you going to get a baby? Is there something you need to tell me? <laughs> I'm just telling you. Um, but premenopause, you know, you you're, it's like your body's adjusting to yeah. this new phase of life. Right. And so your cycles, mood swings, all that's happening, right? And then menopause happens when you right. don't have a cycle for 12 months. So right. that is when you officially enter that season. Mm-hmm. And there will still be things that you have to deal with after that. Mm-hmm. But the irregular cycles and all of that kind of come to an end. Right. But that's how it determines if you're in menopause or premenopause. Right. Now, this sounds silly, but I didn't know that before. Oh. Like, I didn't know that. Okay. And so I just want to put that out there for people like me that aren't in the medical world Mm -hmm. and that are, like, learning as we go. Um, Talk to a lot of medical professionals, and um, I've been – I've got a lot of good education. That helps me. And I think it's good to know those things, but the point I'm making is babies are celebrated. So people are willing to put up with all the craziness. Menopause is not celebrated. Oh my gosh, we That's need to start I'm, having menopause parties. I'm like after you. you hit the twelve month mark. Yes. Now all the men just tuned out. Just so you know, sorry, when you said sorry, menopause guys. party, sorry. no, the guys are going to be celebrating too because they're going to be like, because it's Yay. over. Yes. yes, I've lived through that with my with my wife. But it's just you go through all this stuff, and there is nothing at the end where people uh, are like, tangible. Woo! Right. nothing tangible. So it is hard mentally in that space. Also, there's just so many different layers that you're dealing with. So when you start noticing that something's different or off, um, I feel like the first step is not to go to your doctor. The first step is to go to your inner circle, whether it's your husband or a best friend that knows you and just bounce something off of them. Hey, have you noticed anything different about me? Because a lot of times we feel like maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm just seeing Why am I crying so much? Or why am I crying so much? Maybe I'm Lots of times we go into I'm depressed, right? Maybe which I'm depressed. you may be, but yes. it may be because of premenopause. You need to make yes. sure. Yeah. Well, what happens is we come into this place of loneliness where you feel very much alone if you don't share it with someone. And if you're able to speak it out to a trusted spouse, a friend or mentor, then go and get some information from your doctor. And we're going to talk about some really important things when you go to the doctor that you need to keep in mind. You have someone on that journey with you from the beginning who helps you point out like, yeah, I, you know, I did notice these things. And then they can walk you through the information and the choices and, and all the things that are before you once well, you get Well, and that. you want to make sure medically nothing else is going on. Absolutely. There may be a medical, like, 
other than premenopause, which is a medical condition too. But I mean like something like your thyroid or, Absolutely. you know, all you kinds to of make things. sure your pap is clear. Like yeah. all of those things need to be ruled out first to yes. make sure that everything's good. I've totally lost my train of thought, Kim, because, you know, oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay. Because, you know, I'm emotional. You I'm are. In my you're, you're, <laughs> uh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Um, you know, I put something like this on my Facebook page. Yeah. And I wasn't too um, as open as I'm going to be on the radio show, right. you know, but I put some, hey, husbands, if you're noticing that, you're, that your wife is going through some things, like, I need you to be patient with her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wives, if you're going through this, like, it's not an excuse to be mean to everybody. Like, you yeah. need to go to your doctor. You need to get help. You need to see what's going on, right? And I just put this, like, general thing out there. Like, yeah. I didn't really say pre-menopause. It says a lot, though, But girl. I said, like, 40s. <laughs> you know, if you're in your 40s, whatever. People <laughs> so know. many people told people me, know. oh, my gosh, I saw Mandy's post. And I was like, uh, yeah. A girl. They're like, she's going through it. Within, like, 10 minutes, I had, like, six people reach out to me privately, private message me, that oh, yeah. kind of thing. And they're like, nobody ever talks about this. Thank you ah. so much. Like, thank you for being involved. And I'm like, well, that's why I didn't know all this stuff. Because when it hit me, nobody's talking about it. Nobody warned me. Yeah. Like, I had some inner circle friends that yeah. kind of told me what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Again, my heads up mamas were saying, hey, this is going to happen to you. Um, but I didn't have anybody, like, telling me. Yeah. You know? Like, it's like, like when- out there in the public. Like, awareness was what I would say. And I... I think this is really important because it's going to affect your marriage and the relationship with your kids. And we're always telling you to remain calm and talk to your kids and, yeah. you know, don't get emotional in front of your kids. Well, this is all going to impact that. It is. Um, it's like pooping when you get, have a baby. <laughs> Nobody told me that people poop when they have a baby because everybody says, oh, it's painful. And this is going to happen and that. I, Nobody said, oh, and you might poop. I cannot believe you just went there. Well, because that's like menopause. That <laughs> like people say, oh, you're going to have hot flashes and you're going to be a little bit emotional, but they don't talk about all the real bad stuff that might happen. They just give you the surface info. And so we're going to go there. We are going to go there. So, okay, you say trust to an, talk to an inner circle, which I love that. Yes. Um, and just be like, hey, I feel like something's off, yeah. you know, whatever. And if you have somebody like 10 years ahead of you mm-hmm. they and you trust them, yeah. that's a great place to go to when you start noticing some emotional and like physical I changes. You and, uh, you know, my mentor. My- I am what, two years <laughs> One. <laughs> One year older than you. Stop it. But, you know, I just have to say, you were so kind. You're like, yeah, you know, it's just been a little hard. <laughs> um, but I love you. I mean, just sweet as pie. But I, I see what just, you're saying. I see what you're saying Go now. to the doctor, friend. I support you. You want to call today? Yeah, it was kind of like that. But that's what you need, that inner circle person or your spouse or both. And then go to the doctor. This is important. So, okay. Now, if you're struggling with, you think, depression or, you know, you're young or what, Mm -hmm. go to your family physician or, you know, if it's female related, go to your OB. Um, I would definitely say if you believe it's like premenopause, like if you're in your 40s and the roller coasters happen. signs are on the wall. I would say start with your OB. That was the best place for me. Um, And she's somebody I trust, Mm -hmm. um, serves on our Next Talk Advisory Council, like, you know, Um, And so that was great. Um, Her advice was amazing Mm -hmm. because there's options. There's lots of different options out there. And you need to go to your OB and kind of look through your chart and Mm -hmm. figure out what is going to work for you. Yes. I do want to say one thing in speaking with lots of different OBs, there are lots of different opinions on hormone replacement. 
I'm not going to say yes or no on that, okay? Because we're not medical doctors, Mm-mm. and you need and to. And it's your family, your you, choice, you, your body. Yes, you need to. You need to have a conversation with your doctor and see if that's right for you. One of the things, though, that I thought was really good advice that an OB gave me was make sure whatever you do is FDA approved. Mm-hmm. This is a market where people can make money, and sometimes when there's that market, they they like rush to provide a product yeah. that isn't been FDA approved or whatever. So what, and there are hormone replacement. You can go to the Food and Drug Administration website, talk to a, your doctor, a medical professional licensed doctor mm-hmm. to make sure whatever, whatever you're going to use as treatment that it is FDA approved. It's been through the proper tests. Absolutely. I will also add to this. When you leave your doctor, if you are confused, if you feel like you don't understand the options, if you have a kind of gut feeling like something's not right or you didn't like what they said, or if you feel like you need more information to make a decision or you were pushed into a decision about your health, please, please, please get a second opinion. Remember, you're essentially hiring this person to help you with your health. And so don't go with someone that makes you uncomfortable or you don't feel like has your best interest in mind or gives you options, ideas, and makes you feel comfortable. Just like in any in any space, there's yes. good and bad. You know, Absolutely. there's there's healthy doctors, there's unhealthy doctors. There, so find a doctor where you feel comfortable with yeah. and you can honestly say, this is what I'm struggling with and yeah. I need to know, you know, I'm going to work on the self-care and the exercise and all of this and try and manage this. But if that does not work, right. if I can't fix this on my own what's my plan b yes what course are we going to do after this yeah that was kind of my question and i said you know i know there's things that i can do that will help i know there's self-care things that work for me that make the emotions less tense that make me have more peace and if i can fix this on my own that's what i want to do but if i cannot if i try that route and manage it and i'm spiraling and this is impacting my life and kim says you're crazy yeah then what's my plan b exactly right if you're just now tuning in this is next talk radio at 2 p.m on am 630 the word next talk radio is sponsored in part by the pax financial group and listeners just like you everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations to support our organization go to nexttalk.org and click on give There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Okay, so you've been to the doctor, you have a plan, you have this course of action, and if this doesn't work, then you may try this. And if this doesn't work, you may try this. So you've talked that through, you feel comfortable with your plan, Mm -hmm. right? And this is a medical plan by a licensed doctor, and everything's FDA approved. Yes. Then it's a lot of conversations with your family. It is. It's a lot of conversations with your family. Mm -hmm. This is extremely important. So this is going to impact your marriage. Whatever health condition you are going through, it's going to impact your marriage. If you are just recently diagnosed with something, this is going to impact your marriage. It's going to impact your sex life. It's going to impact how you are communicating with each other on a physical level. Mm -hmm. This is going to take some conversations. Yeah, it is. Um, And both parties need to be on the same page. 
What I have found is as long as I'm communicating things, mm-hmm. my spouse is so much more graceful and understanding and even like goes above and beyond. Yeah. But when I stop communicating what's going on with me, mm-hmm. that's when he's like, why are you acting like this? Yeah. Like what, what's going, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And so this is a process. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have, you know, going back to the beginning of the show, when we talked about the OB who said he sees a lot of divorces because mm-hmm. teens are having hormones and moms in their 40s are having hormones mm-hmm. and we're, we're not even talking about the dad stuff because yeah. the dads midlife have crisis, a whole all that thing and you go watch go listen to the midlife crisis shows we did with oh, our husbands so good. i mean it's a real thing because yeah. they're tired they're exhausted the demands on them are great mm-hmm. and burnout and their hormones are changing too their hormones are i mean that we haven't even touched that yet yeah. so you've got that going on um what we don't want to happen is our husbands and our, you know, the dads of our teenage girls, especially, to be like loving on mom and daughter so much they're not taking care of themselves. Mm. And that's one of the things that we've been talking through. Like, I'm like, I'm loving that you're being so patient and I love that you're understanding all of this, but like, you cannot be like, I'm going to care for everybody else and not take care of me. Like, mm-hmm. you have to still take care of you or you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get frustrated with me regardless. Yeah. So I feel like that's important. But, you know, if you have an older child, talk with them about this, mm-hmm. especially like moms and daughters. Like, you're going through the same things, but it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But you can talk about the mood swings. You can, you know, I can't help but think it sounds like a tornado. But what if God can use that for good? Mm-hmm. Like, I can relate to yeah. my teen daughter a little bit more with in all these crazy emotions sure. because I'm in my mid-40s and I'm having crazy emotions. Well, and it's been a minute since you were a teenager. Well, and and honestly, I feel like I'm pregnant sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, that emotionalness mm-hmm. that I'm having, but it's been a while since I've been pregnant, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so you forget. And I can't help but think God reminds us of that like he's using this for good even though it feels like crazy yeah and it's helping with our conversations and so yeah. i just think that use it use it for good yeah you know i when we were preparing for this show i went back to this moment in time when i had a little my oldest was real little and um i remember distinctly our family doctor who still is our well our pediatrician still is our pediatrician He said, one of the best things that you can do for your kid, for them to understand how the world works, is to narrate your day. And he's like, I love that. Yeah. And he said, talk through all the things you're doing that you normally do, but just verbalize what you're doing as you're walking through your day. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, anything. Like, okay, now I'm going to do this. And this is why I'm doing it. And here's how I feel about it. And, you know, just really verbalize what you're doing. And so I was writing the show and I thought, my goodness, here we are in this different phase of life. But, I'm still doing that, and I think it really helps my family. And it sounds funny, but I noticed that it helps my husband. Like the other day, actually, this was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Lack of sleep. This there. is every day. No, this was yesterday. Um, we were talking, and I said, "Right now, I feel like my body is a volcano, and I want to burn the house down, and I want to punch <laughs> you in the face, and I want to get rid of the kids." And I know that sounds horrible, but it helped him in that moment to realize I was overcome with emotions that were not real. I mean, they were real to me, but not my truth. Yeah. And so he was able to. We were giggling about it, you know, making a joke, and he's like, "I, I get that you feel all those things. What can we do? You want to go take a minute in bed? Like, what do you need to do?" And that just helps so much. And I do that with my kids, too. Like, mommy is really overwhelmed right now. This is happening. And I just burnt dinner. And 
being able just to verbalize so that they also understand how important that is for them to talk through their emotions, to be honest about what they're feeling and come to a solution together. I knew something was really wrong when one day I was like loving Matt and so appreciative of everything. Mm -hmm. And within like 10 minutes, I hated him. Yeah. And it took me a minute to tell him that. Like, I couldn't tell him in that moment because I was overcome with emotions. Mm-hmm. And kind of we've come up with a new rule that when we're overcome with emotions, like we're waiting 24 hours mm. to speak. And I know that isn't going to work for everyone. And yeah. sometimes something needs to be dealt with in the moment. So it's not yeah. like 100%. But because my emotions are so intense right now, I feel like if I say them in the moment, they're going to come out really mean and really hateful. Yeah. And so the next day I was able to circle back and tell him that mm-hmm. and it caught his attention he was like oh my gosh like <laughs> I was like no for real like I like that's the intensity of these emotions that I'm having and yeah. I said you know I can only relate it to when I was pregnant and then after I was after I had my second child I had um well I had prenatal depression during my right. my pregnancy with my youngest and I, I went back to that and mm-hmm. it was actually a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of want to share that with y'all. Um, if you have been depressed before and you kind of overcome that and came out of the light on that and then you start having these emotions, for me, it was very much a trigger sure. because I immediately thought, oh, my gosh, I'm depressed again. Oh, my gosh, like something's happening. Yeah. And I didn't want to go back. Yeah. I was so afraid. And. That's when I would say it's helped me very much to be able to identify that I'm not depressed, but I could end up depressed again if I don't Mm -hmm. handle this well. Mm -hmm. And so I know that I have to stop it now, whether it's by my own doing and I'm able to do it on my own or go on medicine yeah, kind of thing. And again, that's why it's so important to have those people that you trust to talk to and go and talk to the doctor to see what's really going on medically so you know what all those options are to help you not spiral by yourself in this dark place where it becomes more than it has to because it is a lot and it is overwhelming and it's nothing you've done wrong and it's not your fault and it's not because you can't handle it it's none of those shaming feelings that we automatically go to it's just a change in life and it's something we have to learn to navigate so once you've talked with your family and you know if you have littles I think this conversation looks differently Mm -hmm. it's just maybe saying something like I mean, you tell me, Kim, I would say it would be more like mommy's going through something. She's in her 40s. And when that happens, your body starts to change. And so these are my symptoms. You know, I could be really emotional. If you see me crying more than normal, it's not that I'm sad. It's Mm -hmm. that I'm just kind of prepping them. You're not giving a lot of information, right? Because you don't want to scare them, especially if you have little girls. She's going to be like, I never want to be in my Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because my husband the other day at Sam's Club, like we're eating lunch and we were talking about menopause and all this stuff like beforehand and we're eating lunch and all of a sudden he's like kids I want to talk to you about menopause and I'm like what (laughs) what's happening it was I mean like I was spitting out my cheese pizza but he wanted to prepare them he told them like mommies are not meant to have babies for their whole life and there's a time when their hormones change so that that season is over and he said and when those hormones change which are like chemicals in your body that are you know he was trying to be real sweet he's the science guy he is the science guy he's science teacher yeah yeah. I was like sweating because we haven't even talked about periods or any of that stuff but he did a great job and they're like so is mommy gonna be crying a lot you know they had good questions um, and we were able to address it in an age appropriate 
way. So they're ready for when the day comes. Well, and one thing also that I would like to tell you all that I told my 16-year-old is like, you know, this is a perfect opportunity for us to be mad at each other and yeah. like go head to head oh, because yes. you're going through emotions and I'm going through emotions. And so I said to her, can we have our guard up? Mm-hmm. When you are getting to feel like you hate me, can you just tell me? And when, when you're getting on my nerves, like we just need to speak it out loud yes. in a nice way, mm-hmm. not in a mean way, mm-hmm. so that we can move past it and realize this is hormones. This isn't like truth. Yes. The feelings are real, yep. but they don't always represent truth. That's a Jennifer Rothschild quote. Yeah, I love that. Feelings quote. are real. They don't always represent truth. Yep. Okay. So you've had these conversations with your family. Mm-hmm. Okay. This point's going to sting a little bit. Yeah. Just because you are struggling, you cannot be mean. Yeah. You cannot use this as an excuse, ladies. I... I know. I know. It is hard. Mm -hmm. But, you know, just because we're going through something, that doesn't give us a right to yell at the checkout lady in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. This doesn't give us a right to scream at our kids all the way to school and beat their little spirits down. This doesn't give us a right to, you know, just go off on our husbands all the time and not ask them how they're doing. It does not give us the right. Well, and you it's said so hard to hear. Well, you said something really important all the time. It's going to happen. We all make mistakes. You are going to have a moment where you do something, but it's how you handle it in the aftermath. You circle back. You apologize. You say, you explain again, like, I'm go- this is what I'm going through, and I lost it in that moment, and I'm so sorry, and I want to work on this. Can you help me? I need to figure out a better way to handle my emotions. It's all in what we do with it and how we try to monitor ourselves and find a healthy way and a healthy outlet that matters. Well, and remind yourself often, this is not forever. This is a season, just like pregnancy was a season, like Mm -hmm. toddler season Mm -hmm. was a season that I was really bad at, right? (laughs) Like it's a season and you're going to get through this. Um, But I think by identifying it, we can can really save some fights and maybe even a marriage. Absolutely. So remember, see your doctor, please. Talk with your family about what you're going through. And just because you're struggling, it does not give you a pass to be mean. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?